and welcome to Redefining Living Podcast, where spirituality is paired with style. I'm Aji Michael, the hostess of this party. So whether you're listening on your commute, exercising, or sitting down with your favorite latte, thank you for tuning in. Let's get started. are surrounded by people. They are laughing, smiling and talking. Everyone seems to be having a great time. They all seem to feel so connected with each other. But no matter how much you want that feeling, you can't help but feel completely alone. You know that no one can possibly understand the pain that you're experiencing. Even when you're surrounded by people, you feel completely and utterly alone. And as you look around at the world, you realize that very little brings you through joy. Life feels gray, dull, and flat. The feeling of loss and unhappiness that you carry inside eats at your heart like boiling acid little by little. Piece by piece, you feel yourself crumble apart. Sometimes it feels too unbearable. Can you relate to what I've just mentioned? If so, this episode is for you. Whether you feel alone in a crowd, in your marriage, in your workplace, circle of friends, your church, or simply by yourself, there is hope. Yes, it's possible to learn how to maximize your aloneness, and I'll show you how from my own personal experience. What I've just mentioned now was a description of a profound, bleak, and dark period of my life in which I lost everything that I'd ever known. My faith, my trust in life, my home, marriage, and friends. So this this podcast isn't a feel-good piece. It is recorded from the first-hand experience of a person who has fought battles alone for years and has learned how to keep moving forward no matter what. So in this episode, I want to help ignite that fire within you again to keep going. While I'm not claiming to be able to solve all your problems, I will share with you what has been keeping me going on so far and how to stay strong. So if you're feeling alone, you will know that no matter who you have in your life right now, no matter how caring others are towards you, the empty black hole within you is still there. You will realize that although others can try to help, they can never really fully understand the kind of suffering you're going through. The emptiness still remains. So my friend, I want to tell you now that the hardest work you can ever take in this life is the work you make alone. It is this path that makes you the strongest. It is this path that makes you the wisest. Even when you feel weak, remember, standing alone takes strength. So without further ado, here are my top 10 tips for making the most of aloneness. Tip number one, understand that being alone doesn't mean you are lonely. Look, it is simple mindset shift, but it makes a world of difference. 
Sometimes the loneliness you feel is a byproduct of what society tells us. After all, we are all sold the idea that being married with kids and having a job is meant to be the pinnacle of life and of course cure for aloneness. But is it? So why should you believe and adopt this idea and let it affect your happiness? So just because you are alone, divorced, widowed, friendless, friendless, what have you? That doesn't mean you have failed. Remember that nothing in life is permanent, even the position you find yourself in now. So then why should you allow yourself to be pressured to feel like there's something wrong with you when everything is temporary? So my friend, it is absolutely possible to be alone, but not lonely. So what I'm saying right now is that the fact that you are alone right now, that doesn't mean you are lonely. Loneliness is different from being alone. Now, tip number two, let it out. I want you to let everything out. You see, the all letting go, letting go, that can wait right now. It can wait for later. Right now, you are in the full survivor mode. So cry if you must. One of the best prima ways of, uh, to keep moving forward is to literally scream or cry. So I want to encourage you to find a private place, maybe your car, a corner in your house where no one is there and cry it out. I mean, I used to do this a lot. In fact, I had a crying corner. I still cry occasionally though, but now that I have a son, I cry in the shower. So I want you to do this, do this as loudly as you can. Let go of being elegant, savvy. I want you to feel the pain and also observe the power surge coming through you. This is the power you will be using to move forward. So do this every day as it is extremely therapeutic and empowering. So let it out. What is it that is bugging you? Let it out. That brings us to tip number three. We're still talking about my top 10 tips for making the most of aloneness. So tip number three is reconnect with your soul. Yes, reconnect with your soul. Look, I believe that right at the heart of uh, and core of the feeling of being alone is often a disconnection from our innermost self. In other words, feeling alone or being lonely is often not a lack of company, but it's a lack of quality connection with your deepest self. So when we are disconnected from our soul, we struggle with exhaustion, demotivation, depression, and also the desire to isolate ourselves from others. This is a common issue in the, I mean, in the society. So in order to reconnect with your soul, you will need to be intentional and be prepared to dig deep to remove some blockages. I mean, in the form of negative beliefs, trauma, or maybe any kind of core wounds that stand in the way of your blossoming. One powerful way of beginning your reconnection is by starting your own spiritual practice. It can be a regular fellowship time with God, a walk in the park, fasting, regular prayer time, and asking the Spirit of God to reveal the unknown to you. So as you maintain a heart of asking, answers will come. You know why? Ask for it is given. So tip number four, 
my top 10 tips for making the most of aloneness. Tip number four is journaling. I mean, I say this over and over again. So now it's time for you to use the power from your cry and what's been revealed to you from the place of prayer to move forward. And the first place to start, I recommend, is to journal about how you feel. Look, writing down your thoughts and feeling is a wonderful way to create some inner clarity. When you feel alone, it's common to have an excess energy because you don't have many people to talk to as they don't understand you. So try to expel some of that energy through writing. You don't need to be a talented writer or even good at spelling to journal. All you just simply need to do is to express all that you feel in an unfiltered way. I have been journaling for over 25 years now, and it's a great release for me, particularly anytime I feel anxious. So I recommend that you start from now, from listening to this podcast to start journaling. How are you feeling right now? Write it down. No one is reading it, only you anyway. (laughs) So tip number five. This is by far my best is extend grace to yourself. Yes, I really love this. And it took me, I mean, a long time to mastery, right? So we are good. And one thing I noticed is that we're really good at understanding and being patient with others, but we hardly extend the same to ourselves. So I want to encourage you to take every day, one step at a time, put one foot in front of the other. Forget about the past. Forget about the future. Focus only on the next step, one after the other. Don't compare your progress with someone else. Take every day, one at a time. This will really help you to ground, focus, and empower yourself. Look, I usually tell myself, Aji, be here and now. And I still say that to myself now. And after saying it, I breathe. Immediately, it brings me to a place of alignment. So when you feel like you are on the brink of a breakdown, stop and breathe. Tell yourself, I'm making progress one day at a time. How does that sound? I am making progress one day at a time. So tip number five, extend grace to yourself. All right. So that takes us to tip number six, my top 10 tips for making the most of aloneness. If they say an English word called aloneness anyway. <laughs> so tip number six, embrace a warrior mentality. Embrace a warrior mentality. Look, a warrior woman embraces life. A victim argues with it. A warrior lives in the present. A victim dwells in the past. A warrior takes back control over their life. A victim believes they are helpless. The thing is, a victim mentality is comforting and addictive, but the warrior mentality is much more empowering in the long term. To fuel your fire daily, I always recommend that you read the scriptures. Look, it's not easy to embrace the warrior mentality. So I want to encourage you to look out for what God says about you. Write them out and read them to yourself. Once you start seeing yourself as a warrior, you will feel empowered to keep moving forward no matter what. Remember, living as a warrior is much more refreshing and inspiring than living as a victim who wallows in self 
PT. So this takes us now to tip number seven. Ten top, my 10 top tips for making the most of alone next. Tip seven is um, practice affirmation. Yes, um, I'm sure we're all familiar with this, but I want to emphasize it. It really, really helped me. So it's time for you to replace unkind thoughts and words with the truth about who you are. Now that you've been journaling, you spend time in soul reconnection. It's time to now really put all those things that you've learned, the answers you've received, to put them into practice. And it has to be intentional. Look, the thing is, when you feel alone, it's easy to start scolding and criticizing yourself. You may think that you are a loser, broken, stunted. Uh, you will never have friends, etc. Different thoughts, different words start, start coming to you. If you start feeling horrible about yourself and slip into self-pity, try to find the underlying thought. What thought? What is responsible for this? Then when you find it, try and replace it with the truth. Like, um, well, these are one of my phrases I'm going to share with you. I like this one from um, Sec- um, Colossians 2.10, which says, I am complete in Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. I am complete in Christ who is the head over every ruler and authority. I also love this one from 2 Corinthians 5, 17. I think it's a popular one. I am a new creature in Christ. All things have passed away and all things have become new. I like, I would just say, I am a new creature in Christ. I also like this one. I have the mind of Christ. I love this one too. I am a joint heir with Christ. And you can also say things like, um, I can do this. It's okay to take socializing slowly. Or, I love myself no matter what. Look, you can say your affirmation out loud or you can say it in your mind. Just do what it feels comfortable for you. You know, some people will say, stand in front of the mirror, do this, do that. I just want to encourage you to practice affirmation for 10 minutes every day. At least practice that for 21 days. 21 days. They say it takes 21 days to form an habit. So practice them. Write out a couple of affirmations and read them. I have some that I post by my bedside. I had some that I post by my computer table uh, where I'm actually recording this podcast. Some are actually staring at me right now. <laughs> I like Matthew 7 7 that says, Ask and you will uh, ask, for it is given unto you. I really love that. I have some keywords that I wrote here uh, for myself. Uh, be kind. You know, I'm dead free, you know, money magnet, unlimited. I have all those my words that, you know, when I just look up, those are the words that just jump at me. All right. So just keep all those words going on and read them as often. After you've done the 21 days, just read them as often as you can. All right. At first, you may feel a bit ridiculous, but when you keep affirming the same words, changing your thoughts, what you're doing is you're slowly reprogramming your brain. So that takes us to tip number eight, which is my third tempties for making the most of aloneness. I'm kind of enjoying this because it's something that is so passionate, you know, to me anyway. So tip number eight is find the purpose in your pain. Find the purpose in your pain. I want to encourage you to see what you're experiencing right now as having an intrinsic purpose. Whether that be to help others in the future struggling with the same problems, maybe you might need to write a book or anything that calls to you. 
You, you are in the university of life and how you handle it will determine your grade, be it a degree, master's or a PhD. Absolutely nothing else can teach or equip you with the skills as fighting battles alone can. So find the purpose within your pain. Whether the lesson is developing resilience, like in my case, I feel, I mean, that's one of the skills that I've developed through uh, being alone. Yours might be learning to appreciate the little things in life or looking inside for happiness. The lesson or gift is ultimately up to you to find, but it is there waiting for you to find. So, tip number nine. My top 10 tips for making the most of aloneness. Indulge in self-care. Tip number nine is indulge in self-care. Now, this probably seems basic, but it makes a world of difference. Although it may feel under times harder than before. I want to encourage you to make it your goal to take care of your basic needs each day. That means get good quality sleep. And now I'm talking about uh, uh, seven hours if you can. Drink enough water, do exercise, eat healthy, shower. You may be tempted to let it all slide, but don't. When you, when you let your basic needs slide, you will feel increasingly worse. Trust me. I mean, you don't, have, you, you don't have to have any goals, but if it is the only goal that you have right now, I mean, if you're experiencing that right now, if it's the only goal you can have right now, and even if you don't have to do, and, uh, do it intentionally, just do it draggingly, ro- they call it robotically, just do it. No excuses. Because you know what? Neglecting yourself when you feel down is tempting, but taking care of your body is the beginning of recovery so be playful your body deserves comfort and grooming and pleasure you know have a bubble bath lie on a soft pillow buy yourself a nice treat get a massage do your hair drink some tea or fine wine the more i respected my body the more i found respect for myself in honoring my comfort and taking care of my needs I want you to realize that you can have fun alone and that you don't need to rely on others to make you happy. I mean, one of my mantra is this, and I'm not taking this credit. I don't know where I I got it from. Is the person who can enjoy life alone can never have happiness taken away from them. So truly understand this is liberating. So as for me, I love dancing and I don't think a day will go by that I wouldn't dance. Now, I'm not asking you to dance. You can start by doing something small that you enjoy and take it from there. My friend, it is possible to regain what you have lost by yourself. You will be a stronger and better person that way. Why? Because you won't rely on or use other people for your own enjoyment or entertainment. So we're still on my top 10 tips for making the most of aloneness. And that takes us to number 10, tip number 10, listen to music. Yeah. One of the greatest things that helped me through my bleak years was listening to music. Since childhood, I have had a profound fascination with how music could give me and others goosebumps and bring tears of joy. 
I mean, quite simply, I hear the voice of God clearly in music, loving, blessing, and comforting me every single day. And I lose myself in the ocean of universal oneness. Now, people often ask me what kind of music is more spiritual. I usually respond by saying, any music that helps reconnect you to your essence, to your inner and divine nature is spiritual. Now, it will be different for a teenager, a single mom living in Africa, or a high-flying executive in Washington, D.C. I feel that the spiritual nature of music cannot be defined by religion or culture. So depending on your needs, you may either choose to listen to something that expresses how you feel or something that subdues how you feel. So my friend, music is what feels good to you right now. Upbeat, classical or ambient music, whatever feels good to you, go for it. So my, those are my top 10 tips for making the most of aloneness. Now, I hope this episode has helped to inspire you to learn how to stay strong while still alone. In fact, let me tell you this. The likelihood is that someone living in the very same community as you right now is feeling something similar. That means you are not alone as you think. So my friend, what has helped you or what has your experience been like with social distancing? For example, have you learned how to deal with being alone in your own unique way? Maybe I've not even mentioned that here. I'd love to read your comments. So if you enjoy this episode and you want to create experiences that will help you grow, expand and become more of who you're meant to be, head over to hislady.org and join our list so you get all our fabulousness right in your inbox. Plus, there's a gift waiting for you. Thank you for tuning in.